0: Get your space ready for the year ahead at Macy's one-day sale. Going on now with deals of the day, like three-piece comforter sets, 24 dollars Get creative in the kitchen with cookware sets, just 39 dollars And prep for a future getaway with 65 to 75% off luggage closeouts from Samsonite, Travel Pro, Delci, and more. Plus, get your .com orders fast with contact-free curbside pickup. Or you can pick them up inside the store. For details, visit Macy's.com. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. All right, all right. Yeah,
1: okay. What is that? <laughs> what is that? All right. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. That's cute. All right. Better than a simple ass star that ain't doing
2: nothing. <sighs>
1: <laughs> Here we go.
3: Alright. Welcome to the Let's Be Real Podcast, where we are regarded to as the Started Five. We are powered by the Bench Podcast Network and we are sponsored by Overtime Heroics
2: members. My problem. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, sir. <laughs> oh man. All hey, right, man. Got uh, a
4: couple of us inside the office today.
3: You
5: got me, found
2: the TV up here. You still
5: staying quarantined. It's just only
1: three of us in here. Look at John. I'm gonna call Mad Strickland on y'all.
5: Okay. Okay.
2: But okay. <laughs> okay. he get there, I'm like, y'all ain't
3: quarantining either. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> All right, man. Well, good now topic this. first is talking about Tiger basketball. Uh, y'all know what we're talking about. Next, mm-hmm. uh Would you rather a game? A new uh NFL draft version of this game today. Then let's continue talking NFL draft football. We'll do our draft goals for our favorite teams and Jacksonville Jack, well, I love my division. <laughs> and
5: Jacksonville Jaguars got to sit up on it. Watch out go 9 to 17. Yup. And we thank you for y'all. They're going
1: to be are going to be number one in that division again. <laughs> yup. <laughs> and we're going to
2: do
3: our famous Stroller now. So first book, I think it's people. Daylon Green. Thought he was coming. Said, nah, I'm going pro. I'm going to the G League. Mm-hmm. Run $500K. Get a scholarship go back to college anytime you want. Mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't I ain't got <laughs> no problems with it, actually. I just hate to keep having to. touch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Third player, I saw a specific picture. I remember when they all met at, uh, at the practice facility two years ago, or a year and a half ago, James Wiseman, R.J. Hampton, and Jayden Green holding up and sleeping like they hold, hold up the L. They hold up one. <laughs> 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 guess what all three of them did? They all, well, yeah, all three of them pro, essentially, because James Wiseman
2: did it.
5: Wait, wait. How y'all feel with jobs? Um, I will say definitely happy for Jalen Green. This is a much different route than anything that could have been talked about years ago. Um, so definitely happy for him. I mean, he's getting paid to do something that he wants to do. Um, he's actually being able to go to college whenever he wants to decide to go. Um, so to be able to be paid $500,000 play, to play near your hometown, um, playing basketball, doing whatever you want to do is – you can't beat it as a Memphis fan. It, it kind of hurts because we were—I think we put all our eggs in. I wouldn't say we put all of our eggs in, in one basket, but we put a lot of the eggs in the basket. Put a dozen <laughs> <laughs> <it> yes. <laughs> in. Yeah. Uh, we put a lot of eggs in that one basket to get Jalen Green. And I think as of, when we talked around this time last week, I think we were—I think most of us kind of felt that he was coming. Um, and then kind of um, then the precious tweets came out, and then other players from the team kind of started tweeting. Um, Just kind of giving like sort of little hints that he could possibly come or some big news was coming um, until I guess either the day before or the day of he mentioned that he would be going pro. So it kind of hurts as a Memphis fan because you definitely wanted to see a player of his caliber be added to the roster, but it didn't happen. So it kind of hurts and move move forward from here.
1: Move forward, yeah. Um, like I said, man, this like what the first or the second time since we didn't get Wiseman last year, um, that we could have had the number one player in back-to-back years, which is something I don't think has happened a lot of. Um, but I'm definitely happy for him. Um, definitely get your money, and I like the fact that he's still going to be given a scholarship to go to college. You know. Um, A lot of people look at young athletes as, you know, as soon as they are able to go, you know, to the NBA or to the NFL, too, they become instant millionaires. So it's like as soon as they get there, do they have the maturity to, you know, even save money? Do they, you know, do they have the ability to even cash a check? You know what I'm saying? Because I just watched the, uh, the broke documentary on ESPN and some guys literally didn't know how to cash a check. And you're giving these to, you know, 18, 19-year-old kids. So, the, like I said, the fact that they're looking out for him, you know, outside of basketball is is a plus. But as far as Memphis goes, of course, we lose a good one. But I'd rather him go pro than him go somewhere else. You know, that's how I feel. And, you know, how I feel about the next two years. It, it, it's really looking like a legit statement that I said, uh, like, last year. You know, the ne- in the next couple of years, the top five picks that come, you know, outside of the NCAA, which is – I'll be cheering for that, you know, perfectly. So – in 2021, you know he may come out as still the number one pick. It's just gonna be a matter of how much he can improve and how much time he really gets to play with the G League. Because I believe if he, even if you go to the G League and don't get playing time, are you really getting better? You know what I'm saying?
6: He getting playing time.
1: I mean, I yeah, hope so. You're going to have meal. He's going he, to get some playing time. Yeah, he can but play I, think that. That, I think that helps the G League because it's like everybody don't yeah. want to go to the G League. And if I'm getting a half meal just coming straight out of high school and I'm able yeah. to go you know, straight into the league, I don't have to go to college or go to BS classes or nothing like that, I'll take that over anything. You know what I'm saying? And it, it hurts the prestige of the NCAA, but I'm here for mm. it.
6: Yeah. This is the wave, now. Like, I, I think I said it was maybe a year, maybe even longer than a year ago. I was like, the NBA needs to develop a way to just get these players who are pro ready. You know, basketball is different from football. Football, you need to go to college, get into the, 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 the weights and all that stuff, to get your game right. But basketball, I mean, y'all have been to high school games. Like, I remember we went to go to, what was that? Christian Brothers, we watched Wiseman. He's played them. Man, oh, that's, that's an NBA player out there. <laughs> like, he, he can go pro right now. You know, so I, I, I'm, I mean, it hurts to not have him, you know, at Memphis, but I'd rather him, like, 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 two said, like, go pro and just get your money, get, get NBA coaching, get NBA training, get NBA checks, get NBA uh, exposure. You know, that's gonna be better than any college program, in my opinion. Uh, the NCAA better find, figure something out, at least the basketball side of it, because it's gonna be a lot more five star players. And even, I feel like even the top-notch four-star players who like, man, I can go, mm-hmm. I'm better than these dudes, man. That, that random exactly. person that play out in rural Mississippi that's cold, but he a four-star because he don't got exposure. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can go and get training and and, and be a, a decent NBA player. So, I don't know how it's going to look for college basketball in the next few years, but I don't even know how it's going to look for high school basketball, to be honest. Uh, but they got some some problems on their hands.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking about this, because uh, Imani Bates, who was the uh, national player of the year as a sophomore. Sophomore. With, yeah, with all of this that was just being presented to Jalen Green, like what's the stop, from Imo- stop Imani Bates from signing now mm-hmm. to a G League team? At this who, was, who who was the guy that went pro
6: after his junior year? He was like a center. He play, he went overseas and got drafted by like the Warriors, I think. I forgot his name. Oh, Jeremy, uh, was it Brad? Man, what is, what is I can't it, remember man? his name, but he was he a was, he was, he was, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, it was that guy. I mean, he
4: didn't make it, but yeah. he left high school. You know? Exactly. Yeah, junior year, he dropped out. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and, right. uh, and just on the positive side of things, and as we all said, we would have loved to have uh, Jalen Green in Memphis, but hey, go get your money. And hopefully the NBA will kind of like start this uh, development program, kind of like how they were doing with the foreign players as far as negotiating on when to bring these people over or when to, you know, let them play out their time uh, with their foreign teams before they eventually come over. So look for a lot of draftees to have some two-way deals um, going forward. So they like next year, Jalen Green may be the number one overall pick and the team feels that he's not ready at that point, which of course a lot of us think will be, then just keep him on the G League team until you're ready to bring him over. Um, so I could definitely see that type of program with the NBA and the G League development. And as y'all said, it's going to be tough for the NCAA to compete against the NBA on selling them the NBA, which is going to be tough for them going
0: forward. So. Yeah, this is the this is the down slope of collegiate sports altogether. If you start, if you ask me, um, the reason why I say that is first of all, <clears throat> where did the G League get five hundred thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars to pay a player? Because uh, their average salary for the players is about anywhere from about 30000 when they first started to about fifty to 75000 And so my first question is where did they get the money from, but I know it's from the NBA. Two, um, why, why just now doing this? Why not start this a little bit earlier? Maybe they were nervous. Because um, you could have got, no disrespect to Memphis, but you could have got James Wiseman if you would have done something like this the year before that. And some other players as well that would have stayed in the United States. I think the other part of this is how do you brand the G League so that people actually watch it? Um, I think he's a good start for it. But, I mean, you really put these games on, like ESPN Plus, um, so to speak, so you get your subscriptions up for ESPN, NBA does a good deal, um, and then you get players that way. Um, but, again, shout out to this guy. I mean, at 19 years old, you're going to make 500 k um, That's just off your base salary. That's awesome. And, again, the opportunity to still go back to school is good, too. I think it's just a huge step for – the NBA, and a huge, a even bigger step in slapping the face to NCAA. Because the next thing that needs to go, well, not needs to go, but will go, will be college football. Um, because if they don't figure out this whole coronavirus by the time stadiums get here, that's a whole different animal that you are on to deal with. Because uh, you're talking about, you know, stadiums full of like 100,000 people. But basketball, a little bit different to your point, Savage. You know, you can see a high school talent in, in basketball a little bit sooner you can't for football due to, our know, muscles, conditionings, things like that. Um, so I just look forward to what this looks like moving forward, but somebody a to profit about the minor league basketball system in the United States right now.
1: I think uh, if I can go just a little yeah. bit more, um, Shidi, to kind of answer what you said, I think it's more so chestnut checkers. You know, you say, why did the, the G League try to go after, you know, top prospects? I think because you have to. Is patience, you know what I'm saying? Consistency is key for sure, but after that is got to be patient about it. And I think if they would have started, you know, this maybe a year or two ago, they wouldn't have been as successful as now because of the NCAA crumbling so much. Like, you didn't have a number one player in James Wiseman not playing college basketball because of the NCAA, you know what I'm saying? So I think this is really the perfect timing to say, hey, okay, let's try to go against the NCAA and try to take away their viewership and, and some of their players, which they're obviously doing, like I said, Jalen Green, he may be a number one pick. And um to, to your point, Trev, you know, it could be, you know, he can get a million dollars in the next two years just playing G League versus two years in college, going to, like I said, BS classes, training, getting, you know, not doing whatever thing that you want to do as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, we see the schedule that the college athletes are on now. So it's like, hmm, make a million dollars in two years versus, you know, college basketball. And I think that's where the G league is going to start going up with, because like I said, they're definitely getting the money, the viewership is definitely going to be there. And like I said, it's all about patience.
4: Yeah. And I think just to your point, just I'll add this. I think another reason why the G league was kind of hesitant to kind of go this route was basically just talent overall as a whole. Um, Cause if you guys remember, like in the early two thousands, like after, LeBron, KG, T-Mac, Kobe, and things of that nature with all these great players that's come out of high school. We, at one point, I think it was the '05 5 draft, you had like half the draft was like high school was going in the first round, and I can't remember maybe one or two of them that actually panned out. Dwight uh, Howard? Well, Dwight Howard. That was <laughs> <Don't see> it. <laughs> that, was that, was,
2: that was 4 That was 4 That was probably the last one. <laughs> like,
4: it panned out and became a bona fide star. Um but I think nowadays as more skilled that these guys are getting in high school and with the talent going up, so now it looks like a prime opportunity uh, for a dude to go after this. I think just back then it was just like the talent just wasn't there um, as the talent is today. So that, to your point, that could be a reason why they were a little hesitant um, in the beginning to kind of roll this out. So. I think it works out. I think it works out on all fronts.
3: Uh, go back to Trevor's point. Like NBA, I think I think they still go to the one and done eventually. But I think this is probably the best route. Um, get them through the G League, then come in because you won't have, like he said, have the same problem. With all those high schoolers going traveling and nobody it out. Sure, he has have all-time greats: Kobe, LeBron, Katie, John Kemp, of course. But you have way more that failed than once it panned out. So I think it'll help both NBA and G League in that regard. But I also think, at least for viewership purposes, I think it helps college basketball. They just go back to how it was when players left straight in high school. You have more players staying college longer. You have better basketball. You
6: better, thank, you. basketball. thank you. Thank there you. Is, go. That's exactly, there that,
1: That's a good point. But who wants to really watch a team full of three-star players? You know what I'm saying? There well, are possibly too. four-star players. Like, there may think, be a, a couple of five-star players, but they'll be so spread out college basketball like, has
6: a basketball has, has like a niche of and people who are going to the college and then people who just appreciate the basketball. So you, you may get teams like Virginia who get like four seniors. Right. but the basketball is so much better because they actually move the ball on offense and it doesn't go to one person, and sit there, you know what I'm saying? So
1: let me ask you this though: How many seniors we can go how many juniors have there been in the top 10 in the NBA draft, I guess, over the last two, three
6: years, too? It's been a couple, I think. Well, i about couple, A couple, but what, what, every like freshman, but freshman, but, freshman, but, freshman. but but the thing that comes to mind, though, is that these juniors who get picked up, even like sophomores, sophomores, juniors who get picked up, they're doing pretty well. So one that comes to mind is like Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill was a senior or junior at Omaha. He, was, he, he, did, he just took a contract. I mean, that's, and that's good. He he has staying power in the league. But I think part of that is because he was in a program for a long time. He became a leader listen to the coaches, develop his game, and now he, he get like, I forget how much money he gets, but he getting paid, paid. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh,
1: yeah, he getting paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, good point.
6: So, if anything, it helps the NBA to get more, to get better role players who are ready to play right now. Your Kyle Kuzma's he wasn't he wasn't top-ten pick, but he, he was a junior, I think, before he left. But he's he came in and was hooping. Now, his his ceiling is low, but he can play right now and help LeBron and AD win a you know, so I think that's what the NBA wants It's like more players that are ready compared to a player that's just going there for basically one semester. And by springtime comes around, anybody going to class? You know what I'm saying? So,
3: and like the uh, example, like you said, uh, Virginia when they won that championship uh, year before last, Tennessee uh, they had the same four three-star players, and Grant Williams got became the first-round pick after being like a number one hundred eighty or ninety player in their recruiting class. So. Some players, it benefits, and like I said, just viewership. show college basketball was just bad this year. reason of That was terrible. You had a lot yeah. of young teams. Um, I get tired of seeing Kentucky every year. Like yeah. a whole new team every <laughs> year. It yeah, is like, true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like I, don't, I want to see somebody that I know. I want to see uh, Scottie Reynolds play 15 years to do another over again. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Who's the, the guy? guy
3: Kansas.
6: The guy. <laughs> <of> Kansas. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I think before we move on, strike another another thing that we got to uh, touch on is really, too, the agents that, you know, the players are starting to hire. Like, especially the Rich Pauls of the world who's able to get a player a million dollars to go to a school and not play ball with them, but, you know, do an internship or whatever. Like, there are a lot of agents that are coming out that are trying to, you know, finesse the system in a way, too. So, I think that's something we also got to look at as well is, is representation. I wonder. I guess
3: I'm just going to do some more research. I want to just the agent. That yeah, agent system they had applied last year is oh. that still is that still in or mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so we will do, we do some more research today um, but move forward let's talk about the tigers what's next so I got <laughs> three I got three players on well, I got three things on my list on what's next all right we got five-star Greg Brown who's making his making decision this Friday between us Auburn
1: Texas and G League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they may be he may be on the same team as Jalen right. Brown. That's what we it's, don't know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right. Um also, a little nugget. I heard that Sam Mitchell is possibly the coach of that G League team, uh former assistant coach from the Titans. Mm. Damn. Um, and also it's a new team they're making, and they will he only for like 10 to 12 games next season. It's, it's straight up development. They it's like their that program that Jaden Green is going to is for development. Oh. And but after Greg Brown, his decision should be made this Friday. We don't expect him to come. Um, but uh, tomorrow, we have another player who's making the decision tomorrow. A transfer. I hope, hopefully, hopefully in the NSW passed the transfer rule where they can immediately, immediately play this year. I think it's going to pass for next year, but hopefully, it's for this year. Landis Nolly. He averaged 15 and a half points and 5.8 rebounds last year, his freshman year at Virginia Tech. Six foot seven shooting guard. He's making his decision between Memphis, Georgia, and We'll meets tomorrow, but he's from Georgia, if I ain't mistaken. Yeah, really he he So, hopefully he comes to us, but...
1: Well, if he come to Memphis, you know he ain't going to play.
0: God,
1: what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, he said that like I ain't going to clear him. <laughs> No, I'm saying, the NCAA ain't going oh, to clear on the play. That's what I'm saying, that's, a, man.
2: Oh,
1: nah, that's, that's Mimison Mimison what I'm saying.
2: No, that's what i saying. They ain't going
1: to clear on the play. a <laughs> <laughs> like Oh, no, 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 i no, no. I'm I'm like like eligibility. <laughs> <a
2: man. laughs> oh, no, not ability.
1: Oh, no, 15 and a half points. that's why it's eligibility. Eligibility, not ability. No, The last player I have is, of course, none
3: other
6: than Precious O'Toole.
3: So, he's the only player in the lottery projected player that hasn't made his decision yet, yeah, right. so. I have, on a the question.
6: Decision. I have a question for y'all. What is Precious waiting on?
1: Because he's not going yeah. anywhere. He
6: probably played <laughs> on this to drop the handle. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I'm like, oh, at, at, this point, at this point, I mean, the NBA draft is going to happen at some point. You're going to get your check whether the season starts in October or December. If I'm precious and and I'm his dad or whoever, mom, whatever, I'm like, boy, if you don't get your ass out here and go this damn, (laughs) this draft. He's
4: he's top 10 right now. So it's like, what are you waiting on?
1: Because top 10 can easily be top three. Um, If y'all go and watch that Tigers, um, the the Tigers ESPN show, um, he literally like told one of the coaches, like, I'm coming back next year. And like they thought he was joking. But I kind of looked at it like, no, he's actually coming, like, he actually going to come back for real. I will say he this. I, I don't the fact that he hasn't declared, the fact that he isn't working out, you know, trying to work out for NBA teams and nothing like that is like he's it's coming back. He's, he, he's I coming don't think he should come back,
4: back honestly. I, think he, I don't think he should, but I think he will. Because the more you play college ball, the more and more stuff they're going to pick apart about you.
1: I mean, but that, that's the and point my, that we, that we kind of made in the last argument, though, right. too. Yeah, like, we we you're you're, 10, you're,
4: projected to go, you're projected to go top ten right now. Yeah, you so, can be
1: top three next year. Well,
4: he can get hurt next year. There's, There's three, not a guarantee he, that he's going to be top three You can, you you
1: can, be, three next can get hurt in the G
4: League. But well, he already paid and get paid. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's not guaranteed to be. to be top three next year because we know one of the top three spots is already going to Jalen Green. Second okay. one could potentially be Greg Brown, and then whoever else could potentially be there that's coming out. So, like, if he was on the fence, like, late first round, maybe early second, then, yeah, I could see your point about freshers coming back. But, dude, you was a lottery pick, like, top ten. To Sam mm.
6: Sam, I, I think question, this
4: oh, – go, go ahead, Scott. Go, go, go no,
5: go.
6: Go. I
4: think
5: to answer your question, maybe – what if that's not his – what if that's not his end goal right now? What if he doesn't mm. want to go to the league? I mean, granted, Boom. that's – That's our opinion that he should go, and I think anybody in this room—if you went from being maybe a lottery pick to now you're in the lottery top ten pick—and you hadn't said anything about going, what if? What if that's not my mindset to go right now? What if I absolutely love the state of Memphis? What if I absolutely love Benny Hardaway, Mike Miller? What if I actually what? depending on what NCAA says, what if we actually can have a chance to win a a championship next year? Maybe that's something that he wants to do. I mean,
6: because the prime example with that Skyler is who's the guy from? That got drafted to Atlanta. Uh, what was his name? Cambridge. Not not in Virginia. He played in Virginia. Oh, DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter. He's he still got drafted in the lottery or not? I think maybe top five, top six, something like that. Yeah, he was he was five. Five. Yeah, he was like what a junior. He was four. Yeah, he was four. Yeah, yeah. So, and in my opinion, Precious is a better player than him. I think Precious oh, can get better totally on good. offense. Precious, Precious has he has very few problems in his game. Like he gets rebounds. He plays defense. He gives you effort. That period will get him drafted, whether that's one through 30 in the first. He's going to be a first-round pick if he come out this year or next year, period. And the NBA can work on your offense. Look no further than, uh, what was the guy's name from Kansas, Darrell Arthur. Zero offense at Kansas. (laughs) But I guarantee you that jumper from the top wing was money in Memphis. It was money in Durham. If Precious can develop that, he gonna be he gonna be a, a, a lottery pick this year or next year in my opinion, and he might boost himself up if he can develop his offense even more. But he gonna get he gonna be a first round pick. And probably. I
1: think he I think he has the potential to definitely boost his offense, especially if the offense is literally ran through him. It's him, right? You know what exactly. I'm saying? If the offense is ran through is. him, that's why I said it goes from top ten to top three easily because now you you get your skills going, your skill you you your skills better. You you of course athletic. You're not you know you're still raw, but it's like you still developing. In a system that's for you, and who knows, like the Tigers, you know they, they can do something next year for sure. Like they hungry, especially after yeah. I don't know if we want to call this season a disappointment or not. But all those kids are hungry, man, and you got a real legit chance of doing something next year, especially a pressure center Right.
5: So I think to go back to answer the question that Sharky presented, which which is next, I think you go to uh, Lenders. Not I believe that's his name. Um, I mean, he already has a crystal ball to predict to to go to commit to Memphis. So that's, that's something that's tomorrow. But then like, we, I mean, like we all just sitting there talking about, I think what Precious does is next. I think that's the next thing that we need to look for is like, what does Precious leave? Does he stay? Because I think right now, if he hasn't, I mean, we all said that if he hasn't declared by now, he's probably staying. And then took, like you said, if you watch the documentary series that uh, that the Tigers had on his fan, plus like he loves Memphis. Like he says that all the time, like, uh, even the tiger, the the current roster, like they're still doing this stuff in the community, like and he's still there with mm-hmm. the team, still winning the, uh, the U of M gear, so he may he may end up staying. So I think if you go Landis Nolly, then you go Precious, and I think uh, Kareem May is somebody that they're yeah. looking at too. I mean, you should be staying, so. size, I mean, amazing, size, size. You. you gotta come to me. <laughs> Kareem <of> <laughs> <laughs> Walker. Walker is also he hasn't he hasn't said anything yet. So that's that's a good three or four names that. Um, that if you're a Memphis fan, you should look for it. I would think maybe of those but outside of precious. I think between Landis Nolly and Kareem, Maine, and Kyrie Walker, you're probably only get one, maybe two, because they're already guarded heavy anyway. So um, that's to answer your question. That's what that's what's next.
6: And honestly, this this whole situation happening. What well, really this year? If I as I'm reflecting on the wise situation, and even like Jalen Green going pro. This is really going to help Memphis. It should help Memphis. I think it will because the team is already tightened. It they already like man, we you know the whole thing that happened this past year was just messed up. But we all gonna stick it, stick through it, fight through it. You getting boogie back? Boogie should be better next year. low and Harris should be better next year. If pressures come back, I think this team should be. I won't say a national title contender, but they should be an elite eight team in my opinion. Just based on having all these players back. You got buy-in, Mike Miller's coming back. You got consistency, which is what Memphis has needed for so long. They had no consistency. Uh, and so if Precious comes back, I think this team, the mindset going into the season will be, okay, we, we all we got, we all we need. We ain't got Wiseman. We ain't got Green. We ain't got all these other players. It's us. Let's, let's rock and roll.
1: I think in a, in a way that, like, just going back to the show on ESPN+, Plus, like, being in quarantine kind of helped, you know, yeah. as far as, like, other high school players, you know, and, you know, some looking to transfer. It's like if you go there, like, Memphis is literally the only, you know, college team with a show represented by, you know what I'm saying, LeBron James uninterrupted. Like, that means something. Like, it's not, you know, the Kentuckys. It's not Duke. It's not North Carolina. It's little old Memphis who got a show directed by, you know, Maverick and LeBron. That's key, you know what I'm saying? It's showing the culture of the city, and it's definitely showing the culture of a team that I think a lot of kids are able to really see and, you know, put themselves in, or, you know what I'm saying, just imagine themselves being a part of. I think that helps, too. So, I think
3: his decision will ride a lot on the – best coronavirus, because we don't know – we got we really don't know the future. Like, we don't know – we know the NBA draft is going to happen. We don't know if college basketball will start this season all the time, along with the NBA. So um, that might affect this decision a lot too. But like we all hope, we all hope he come back. Um, I would still predict he leaves at this point, but if he come back. I mean, I look, Ruby,
6: please let me be wrong. <laughs> that should be right. I <laughs> <laughs> said
3: so, all time, let me be wrong, please. Uh, <laughs> but I think with him, I'll say I think really, if we can get like us know that he's that tall guard that mm-hmm. we about. We need he's that Jalen Green and better. Yeah, he averaged fifteen points a game freshman right year. Every every. Uh, Virginia Tech against the a- ACC schedule. So and six rebounds. So if we can get him to be eligible this year, that would be like perfect. We really can. A lead a run could be really high sights. But um, I keep getting DJ Jeffries coming back. So I believe Precious come back with DJ coming back. That's definitely a tournament team, and we should at
0: least win a game in the tournament, um, in the upsets and stuff. But uh, she would yeah. have. Yeah, I think. Regardless of what a decision Precious makes, we respect it either way, right? So whether yeah. he's going to get his bag for his money, he's earned it. Um, because before the start of this season, there was no talk of Precious the truth. It was James Wiseman and the Tigers, right? He um, was like, so the, 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 the oldest of the group, <laughs> so to speak, right? Um, and, and so, like, now you're not Otis, right? Now you're David Ruffin. Now we want to run the offense. Right? <laughs> friend, so you know. Um, and do that, or do you go solo, right? Um, so you, yeah.
6: <laughs> he saved that one. He saved that
0: one. <laughs> so, you know, you got to respect it either way. Uh, it's good music or basketball either way. Um, mm-hmm. But if, precious, if we run an offensive pressure, then we get, like you said, y'all don't get all of them, right, um, you get at least one or two, I think there is time for elite – I shook my head at Elite Eight. Um, final national championship. I think that's what you said, Savage. Nice. Elite ah, Okay, okay, okay. I said you
6: could, but but Elite Eight is where you should be, in my opinion. With that saying, okay,
0: yeah, with 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 it, pressures. Yes, mm-hmm. he comes back. Right, mm-hmm. you grab one or two of these guys, and mm-hmm. point out the guys okay, come back, back too. So yeah, I agree with that. um If all those pieces fall into place, if not, I still think this team goes to the tournament. Um, mm-hmm. At best, I would say Sweet Sixteen without precious. That's me without precious. With precious, I believe you Elite Eight. Without precious, at best Sweet Sixteen.
5: Mm-hmm. You being positive about the title?
0: Positive. Look at him. Nice. I'm proud of Buk-ass. you guys. I don't know. I'm, I'm proud of, of you Buck-Ass. It's just my imagination. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: We've
3: got a top wide receiver heavy draft. So the top two receivers. <laughs> Who would you rather have,
2: Philadelphia
6: Eagles? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, first of all, let me say this. Well, uh, you, it's on, CD Lamb. Hold on, hold on, hold okay, on. go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
3: CD Lamb? <laughs> C.D. Lamb from Oklahoma, who ran a 4-5, um, 62 receptions for thirteen 1, hundred twenty-seven yards, 14 receptions touchdowns, and 15 touchdowns total last year Oklahoma. Or would you rather have Jerry Judy, who ran a 4-4-5, 77 receptions for 1,163 yards, and 10 touchdowns last season
6: at Alabama?
5: Come on, Howard Roseman. Come on. <laughs> Come on.
6: <laughs> well, first of all, I don't don't care which one. We can have this one, that one, Henry Ruggs.
1: Just somebody who will catch the ball.
6: Justin Jefferson, if you can get hands on the ball and secure it and move fast, you are fine with me. Uh, That being said, if you're putting a gun to my head, uh, man, Jerry Judah can run some routes. I'll say that. He is crispy. But CD Lamb looks like DeAndre Hopkins. He's Mm -hmm. 6'3", about 200. Dream. I'm going to go with C.D. Lamb, because mm. if we get C.D. Lamb, y'all, I'm going to be the most obnoxious person. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Y'all thought I was obnoxious before? I'm going to be obnoxious, because uh, finally man. somebody can catch the damn ball with Carson Wentz. Finally. Y'all seen this. Matter of fact, Skylar, <laughs> I was with you. When, matter of fact, CeeDee was there, too. It was the Eagles and Cowboys game. I said, y'all, they're going to drop the ball on third down. And sure enough, butterfingers every <laughs> single time. So I don't yep. care which one, but I
1: want CeeDee Lamb. The floor is you I'm done. Um, I I quickly go, too, because I really feel like just the consistency that CeeDee Lamb brings to, I think, to any team will be, will put him up there. You know, you make a comparison to DeAndre Hopkins, who, you know, I can I can definitely rock with, and that's pretty much like DeAndre Hopkins, who, who I call the best in the league, is because of his consistency. It don't matter what quarterback you put out there with him, he's going to touch the ball. He's going to put up numbers. And uh, like I said, I... I, I Definitely respect the Judy, but I'm going to go with, with C.D. Lamb just because of the body and the consistency. Um, I'm
5: going to go next. I'm going to go with the Jerry Judy route. Um, I'm impressed with Jerry Judy numbers, right. even though C.D. Lamb had a better season statistically, but Jerry Judy. But exactly. I think because Jerry Judy also had, I mean, he played on the team with a bunch of receivers. I mean, Savage, you mentioned Henry Ruggs. I mean, he. Exactly. So I think Jerry, I think, I'm going to go with Jerry Judy. Just for the, I mean, if we're gonna we're gonna talk about reputation, I mean, ain't too many receivers from Alabama that's missed lately. So I'm going Jerry Judy. And that's I think as, and Savage mentioned the the precision in which Jerry Judy runs routes. I think at the end of the day, regardless of speed, regardless of he get open, exactly, <laughs> you can get open at yeah, the, end get open. the end of the day. And, I, and, I, and you see what he also did in the SEC. I, again, I know. Um, what C.D. Lamb did in the, in the in the in the Big Twelve, and I know it's a more spread offense, but to see what Jerry Judy did and could have also possibly done in the SEC, I think speaks for itself too. So I'm going to go with Jerry Judy. Like
2: I, I said before,
3: starting, he started either
1: one. I mean, either one. Yeah, he, <laughs> you can't go wrong. I mean, this is but I go with Jerry Judy just for the the route
3: precision portion. Um, I thought Scott was going to go this way, but Antonio Brown comes to mind. He was a great receiver because of what?
1: Uh, no, nah, <laughs> nah. nah, I'm talking about on the field. I
3: ain't talking about off field. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. I, I, <laughs> I'm thinking the route running piece. What was Antonio Brown great? Why, he, why was he so great? Because of the power run.
5: Route running.
3: Route running yeah, yeah. matters no matter what your speed is. And, um, yeah, that's a little fast in the CP now, but like I so said, it's yeah. the air door, but I guess I'd go with the route running because I know that's definitely. He's mm-hmm. at least likely
5: to blitz in C D lamb, but I speak both of them to be great. You can't you can't teach my brain. That's
4: just something you're just born with. You can't, yeah, you can't teach it. it. Nah, this is, nah. So nah. what you got I'll, I'll hold it down for the SEC and I'm also go Jerry Judy just on the um notion of him running routes. I think the number one thing um that I had to ask myself when it came to these two and no disrespect to C D Lamb is like, who do I trust more to get open? Um, if I need a receiver to get open. And, of course, obviously that was Jerry Judy based on his ability to route run. I do think Cee Lamb is a little more physical and the type of guy that you can just throw the ball up and he can just go get it. Um, but if it's third and eight and I need someone to give me 10 to possibly 15 yards, I'm going to go Jerry Judy. So that's that's my pick.
0: Yeah. Um, before you break that, um, mm-hmm.
1: So. Mm-hmm. yeah. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Breaking news. Bro. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, we got time. Uh,
2: breaking
0: news. Uh, breaking news.
2: Uh,
1: uh, oh, oh my God. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh Jesus. You. I, I I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, to say Jesus. I'm sorry. That
0: bro. nasty. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> nah, oh, no, nah, I'm so-
0: I just <laughs> looked at my phone, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. So Ziggy Lamb, the stats that he showed, and to your point, Big 12 does have a spread offense, but that was really more of a running quarterback with Jalen Hurts. And for a running quarterback in the 11 or 12 games that they did play, he still got over a thousand yards. So that's that's amazing to say. Judy got over a thousand yards with two different quarterbacks. Um, because two of them play the whole year, right? And that's so true. Jared Judy looks the most ready to go to the next level right now, based upon you went through really three quarterbacks. Well, two quarterbacks, my fault. Um, during this time, during this past season, I think you're the most NFL ready right now with the route running and precision. Speed, is, Jerry Rice is not the fastest player in the world at all. And he'll tell you to this day. But he, he ran sure. a Chris Crowder and became the greatest wide receiver to ever play the game, and if not, won the top two or three. And so it does come down to route running. So I would, I give JJ the edge on this one over uh, ABCD Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: Don't you do it. About Brock Eyeswiler. Actually, DeAndre Hopkins said something this week out there. <laughs> he said, "If I can do it with Brock, I can do anybody." That's
2: <laughs> 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 all about Brock Lesnar, <laughs> by the way, <laughs>
3: On
6: the on
5: the Saturday notes, just got a
6: transfer announcement from a tiger guard. Tyler Harris is gone. I, somebody's gone. I called this when I <laughs> called us when he came, man. I knew yeah. well, I said this, I didn't believe it would happen because I mean I believed it, but I didn't believe it because Tyler loves Memphis. Like I know it hurts him to do this, but it's probably in his best interest to go somewhere where he will be probably the primary shooter or scorer. Uh but this just looks like Landers knowledge is coming tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. confirms it. And this is going to benefit yeah. Memphis, even though it hurts because you're losing one of, your, one of your boys in the city. But 6'7 is 6'7. You're gonna have DJ and Landers and maybe Precious. You got to have big guards in the tournament. So, hey, uh, salute to Tyler. I don't know where you're gonna go, maybe Tennessee, but you're not, not gonna know go to no damn time. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. same, same. <laughs> no,
3: no, I'm saying that we got, like, our recruiting class, was, like, we got, like, two five-stars. Oh, and like, oh, like yeah, Four-star yeah, transfer from yeah. Oregon, it was 4 stars, so we, like, stack next yeah, year. Yeah, Tennessee's up to table one. <laughs> stack next year, like, real
2: time.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Harris, when we first came to Memphis, it, it hurt to see, now, we this way, we need to win this freshman year. I thought Baylor was ranked like number one most of the year last year, and that was who he was going to go to if he didn't come to Memphis, and mm-hmm. he was going to be starting there from what I heard at the time he was coming out. So he could have been on the number one ranked team last year, starting point guard. Instead, he's come out the bench for a team that didn't make a tournament. So I kind of figured, and things like you said with Tyler, it, I know it hurts him, his family, his dad, yeah. his I don't know if y'all remember Tony Harris who went to Tim C O Memphis. His dad was, I think, yeah, he's Tony Harris' uncle. But now they're cousins. And his dad was really involved with Tony Harris' recruitment out there. So his dad, I just know when Peter was recruiting him. His dad was kind of like, his family here was kind of like, you probably need to go to Baylor, but Tyler wants to stay home and go to Memphis.
5: Yeah. I would also say, I mean, like Seven said, that means if you read between the lines, that means somebody's coming whether that's Landis Noli, or that's Kyrie Walker, if that's Kareem Maine. Really like Kareem Maine yeah, right. <laughs> um, but even <laughs> even, exactly. if you, even if like even if none of let's just say hypothetically none of those come and you bring back everybody else minus Ty- like if you bring back everybody else, even with you bring back everybody else, you still think Tyler Harris's minutes is already good. Because if, if you think about it like Peeny loves Lester, loves DJ, he loves A Lo. Daniel Ball, hey, he did do too much last year. And, and then who else am I missing? Boogie. And, and Boogie. then Boogie, too. So then Boogie coming back once – I saw Boogie coming back. I was like, somebody's leaving, I think um, it, it would have been Tyler or it would have been Damien, I would have probably more so bet that Damien would have left. Um, but to see Tyler Harris is leaving, it, it hurts. But that just means somebody's coming and, I mean, his minutes mm-hmm. is getting cut drastically. So I hope yeah. the best one wherever he goes.
1: I I definitely echo everything that y'all said um, with Tyler Harris, definitely a Memphian who will be loved, you know, for sure, for even picking Memphis. Um, But I do have to, you know, let's be real. I think if it's anybody that was going to transfer off of last year's team, I'm kind of happy that it is, Tyler, um, because Tyler's somebody who needs the ball in order to be productive. And I think you're getting, you know, a few players that will come in, you know, bigger, can play um, better defense. And you fill in those minutes with, you know, with, with players who who know what's up. You know what I'm saying? So I think that it'll be easier to kind of, I don't, I don't even want to say refill this production, but at, this, at the same time, I think you you can find the shooters, you know, especially if Boogie and the come in, you know, playing better, shooting better. I think you can definitely, you know, produce though, through those numbers through Tyler Harris. But Tyler definitely be mixed. Uh, he definitely have the heart of, of, of a champion. You know what I'm saying? and you know I, I I love my short people but I think if it's anybody that <laughs> if I think it's if it's anybody that transferred I'm happy that that it was Tyler because Damian Ball I think he has the potential just like I said Alo was last year's X factor I think Damian could be next season's X factor it's all and depending on how, you know what he does over the over the summer so you know good luck good luck to Tyler Salute. Move
0: forward, shout out to Per Per
1: Hey yeah. Per <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> hey, when you hear this, bro, You can't be doing that while we recording, dog. But
2: next topic. Football.
3: My favorite teams. Draft is playing this Thursday, Friday. So how long is your news? Is it's this sweet. week? Thank yeah. God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we Sorry. Shout out to your board, you, boy, too. Got to pass that on. I know we ain't going to talk about
1: it, but shout out to Christian McCaffrey for the contract extension. And he's in history. 16 million a year. Jeez.
3: And he worth
1: every penny. Yep. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Worked every penny. I think that because we're going to – and the thing is, like, I, I don't think we're going to run him to the ground like last season, but I think he's still going to produce, you know, about the same amount, which is you do pay you know, for that kind of but those kind of numbers and effort and like he one of the best, in my opinion, the best running back in the league, so he pay him, you know. Yep. So, so yeah. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy. Since we already talked about your Panthers. your draft goals. Yeah. Draft goals, honestly, is to just get better on defense. Like honestly, with the off, on paper, offensively, we can we can put up some numbers offensively, honestly, especially once we see how Bridgewater connects with the guys. It's defense that I'm really worried about. Because we lost our top, you know, cornerback in James Bradbury. Um, we got Dante Jackson who would probably move up to that number one corner, but it's like you know, what how you gonna produce. So I think you start off by selecting the best, you know, defensive player available, which I hope is gonna be Isaiah Simmons, but if not Derek Brown, um, either those two combined with Brian Burns, you know, from last year, I think you got a defense for the future. But other than that, just try to, you know, get, you know, even going after uh what's this Trayvon Diggs, you know, Steven Diggs brother from Alabama, the cornerback. I love to see him, you know, with the Panthers. So I think you just use this draft to really get better you know, defensively as far as, like, the cornerbacks goes, but also, you know, get some protection for Teddy Bridge right there because you didn't do it for Cam, and you see how that went. So Isaiah I think, Simmons
6: is perfect for y'all. Perfect. Man. I, that, that's I want y'all man. get, is Isaiah Simmons. Especially,
1: especially after us losing Luke, like, yeah. you need somebody that can make plays on defense, and he's definitely somebody who has a defense he, definitely do that. He
6: literally plays four positions. It's crazy. <laughs> He's safety. He can be a slot corner. He can be any linebacker. He can be an edge rusher. I think he. If y'all don't get him, y'all crazy. How well, I'm, I'm,
5: I'm, even somebody else that too. I think you should look into. I think the like, guy's last name is Brown. Whether it's Derrick Brown or Dejounte Brown, something like that. From, from Derrick, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's nice. Yeah, that's why I say he's, he's nice. nice. If not, I ain't seen nobody block you for two years. So, trust me, <laughs> if you guys Simmons, go get Mr. Brown from Auburn, yeah, I promise you, you'll be a-okay.
1: Yeah, that, that's that, that's exactly what I, what I want to see happen. But other than that, man, just keep me better. Like I said, our offense, we got the weapons to do really good and put up numbers. It's just people going to put, be putting up numbers to get us because our defense ain't going to be looking good. But we're set up for the future, so let's start now. And I think this is the perfect time to do so. So, let's keep in, in, in the NFC,
3: Savage, Eagles. Um, uh,
2: out, out the receiver. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like anybody, <laughs> can <catch>. anybody, <laughs> anybody can
1: First catch. Second right First, now. second, after. <laughs> <Well, laughs>
6: okay, so I'm a one. We need to get two receivers. Um, one that can catch and one <laughs> that can run really fast. If we if we do that, i um, with with anything. Uh, outside of receiver though, um, uh, we got Darius Slay from the Lions, great pickup. We uh, need another corner opposite. Um, so we did get a corner in the first round, I would not be mad at it. I would not be mad at that corner from Clemson. Uh, I would not be mad at any corner from Ohio State or LSU. It's, it's fine with me. Uh, but the preference is a wide receiver in the first round. Um, C.D. Lamb, preferably in a trade-up, or Justin Jefferson, or... Henry Ruggs, or anybody can catch the ball is fine with me. It's, it's perfectly fine. Uh, we spent the last few years drafting at non-skilled position outside of um, the running back last year, Miles Sanders, who's, who's pretty good. Uh, but we need somebody that can catch the ball because we have literally our receivers now. Alshon will be hurt till December, so he ain't going to be playing. Deshaun Jackson, he'll be hurt by September. <laughs> be uh, so we have Greg Ward, who played quarterback. We have Arcego Whiteside, who only had one touchdown and like five catches. He was, up in
3: preseason.
6: He was killing it, but <laughs> I, I don't know. He killed it. He, he he had one game. He had a game. He had three catches, 150 yards, two touchdowns. I'm like, okay, cool. But then he just don't play. So I'm like, coach, what are we it, uh, I don't. Just get somebody that can run fast and catch. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Why
6: oh, are
0: you coming to me? That's fine. Stand in the NFC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand yeah, 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 yeah. in the
3: yeah. NFC, my brother.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> And so, oh man,
2: uh,
0: so, so draft night for me, for the Cowboys is still based upon defense. For all the moves that we've done and things that we don't really talk about as well. We have to get a corner or a safety. That, that's bottom line defensive backfield has to be established because we're going to get vanderish back right and he was he's a huge part of our defense a huge part maybe not the reason why we didn't go to the playoffs i think that's coaching but he's a huge part of our defense and so we've signed a lot of guys to the defensive line that are veterans um and so i think our draft looks to a corner or a safety unless unless I can look here and see you. I can look here and see you. <laughs> Unless we do what the Steelers did and trade a pick for Fitzpatrick the way that we should trade the Jets for Jamal Adams. Mm. Ooh, I know. That's been going around for like a year.
6: I've just yeah. I, I heard that for a year. So, y'all didn't make you're a move. Hey, hey, Well,
0: you're not about to die for life either. So, oh. I mean, <laughs> but to, to me, you He's. We have to put everything on the table to get what we need, which is a championship. And at this point, it's not even about a championship, it's about getting into the playoffs and winning a game in the playoffs. Jamal does that. And if that means giving up the 17th pick in the NFL draft and the 51st pick, I believe, is our other pick, bye. <laughs> um, yeah. Because Jamal's is in the league, and we can find some other safety from Al Mariah to fill the void if need be. Um, all right, that's
1: where they hoop. So, y'all finna go find a hoop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we got a sign. Oh, y'all, you get wow. this message,
6: so, dog. What's going on? doing to you? <laughs>
0: uh, my son, Nate Robinson, he no, he ain't doing nothing. Um, <laughs> Nate Robinson did play college football. Um, but legitimately, we just need a defensive back, whether they got a corner or a safety. I really, I actually don't care. Um, but, like I said, I do the trade for Adams. We really need the safety. If you ask me, safety. Is our number no one concern. Jeff Heath is gone. Jeff Heath is not about pass coverage. He's As also white. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, knew, I know. You don't like I don't know. We're going to be a hundred, man. Let's be real. HCR the I like HCR. our white brothers, oh, no, so <laughs> Lynch. Lynch is the best one I've ever seen. How long ago? At <laughs> least two decades. <laughs> so, um, I would definitely say safety uh, because we need Grant Delpit
6: from LSU is pretty nice. Who?
0: Oh, Grant Delpit
6: from LSU. It's pretty like, nice.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The question is going to be: Is he going to be there? He'll be there. Seventeen. He should be there. He should be. I yeah. think he's projected he he second round around there. Projected
6: the
5: second round. Is he not? Yeah. yeah. Nah. They got him late they, first because they, oh, they said okay. we, might, we might take him. Nah, he moved up again. I will say this to your point: Like you'll be amazed at how deep, how your defense, how if, how much your defense improves when you have a ball in safety. I said that for years. Like Stills had had a ball in safety since Troy Palomalu. The moment, maybe Fitzgerald got there. I mean, interceptions here, fumbles. Like he just somehow he's always near the ball. And so when you have a safety like that, I promise you, your defense will change. I could almost say, damn, what your court quarter look like. If you have a ball in safety, your defense is going to look that much better. So I hope that y'all get a safety. But yeah. safety is what
0: we'll, we'll see. What y'all do. priority is
6: safety.
0: Yeah. To me, Priority is safety. But I also don't cash no checks. <laughs> what the deal is going to do? Oh, <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> Take it away, <laughs> brother. Mean, Take it away. I, the Steelers defense, thank
5: God, has improved drastically over the past two years. Thank oh, God. Man. Shout out to Mika Fitzpatrick. Also, shout out to T.J. Wyatt, defensive player of the year, my boy. Um, so, what I would want the Steelers to do um, is look to the running back position. Um, James Conner is good, but he's only good when he's on the field. Got it. And, and he ain't it because he can't stay on the field. Um, so, we've missed God, that's somebody so crazy by maybe be on Bell today. since oh, he left. Oh, my God. We missed somebody like Le'Veon Bell since he left. So, we don't have a uh, pick in the first round. Um, So, then you move to the second round. So, the second round, you look at um, Jonathan Stewart. Uh, no, Jonathan Stewart. What's the guy from Wisconsin? The guy from Wisconsin. Jonathan Taylor. He was something with Jonathan. Not the Panthers <laughs> winner, Yeah. You, you win Jonathan Panthers. Taylor. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, who's there in the second round. And then also, J.K. Domas is also there in the second round. I want somebody... Oh. I want somebody who can tote the rock. I'm, I want somebody who oh, can yeah. carry the, the ball 25, 30 times uh, throughout the game, because I want that person to be able to take the, the pressure off Ben Roethlisberger. I don't need him throwing my ball 35, 40, 45 times Did to win the it? game. No. Got
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, So I, w- I would like for the Steelers to go running back in the second round. And then after that, um, either look at wide receivers, because I, all of our wide receivers are pretty young. So nobody's pretty much established. I mean, you want, if you want to say Juju, then it's fine. But then Juju was also hurt. And he didn't have – even when he wasn't hurt, he didn't have too many uh, good games. So, I would that's love to – that's also true. Um, so, if you don't look into wide receiver, then I also want to look at the defensive line. Cam Hayward, Cam Hayward and Stefan Tuitt, who have been anchors on our defense for a very long time, they're getting up there in age. So, you got to look into somebody on the defensive line. So, I want to go running back, um, wide receiver, and then defensive line, D-tackle type thing. So
4: that's what I want to yeah. uh, Um, And just to tackle on that, basically what my guy is saying is uh, we, we need a lot of depth all across the board in this draft. I mean, we do have some immediate needs, but some people that could definitely solve those needs are not going to be there. Um, he mentioned that uh, there's going to be, we need to take a running back with our first pick in the second round. Um, I'm hearing a lot of, uh, actually, I read a lot of uh, mock drafts and they're saying that we're going to take the running back from LSU. Clyde Edwards uh, um, Hilaire, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, But I'm just with him. We need to address the running back situation. I think he'll be a nice pickup. Um, Another mock draft had us like late in the fifth or sixth round. I had us taking Jawan Johnson from Oregon, who was uh, pretty, put up some pretty decent stats. And the rest of the um, picks were either addressing, adding depth to the offensive line. And possibly adding another edge rusher because um, this is actually a contract year for Bud Dupree, who's been great for us for the past year. or So, uh, so we don't know what he's what he's uh, situation going to look like contract wise. We do have TJ, who was close uh, to being the fifth player of the year. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to pay him at some point. So blank of check. course, <laughs> I'm with you, Blankj. We're gonna have to pay him at some point. Uh, but just just looking to add depth. Uh, just basically all across the board, um, especially uh, in the secondary as well. We need somebody outside of Mika and Joe. I would love to get somebody there. But getting another edge rusher, boosting up the offensive line, boosting up the running back position, adding another receiver, I think should be was what I would like for the Steelers to do um, this week. So no yeah. quarterback for the both yeah. i like, Wait,
5: we're dropping a quarterback.
4: <laughs> no, no quarterback. No quarterback. I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still H- holding on to the fact that we can sign Jason. <laughs> I'm still holding on to that.
5: James, been away. Y'all
4: yeah, I'm still holding on to that. I'm going to it. Right on, right on. Okay. <laughs> Titans. Oh. I'm Tighten out. up. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, right on. Um, One shout out to
5: football
4: talk to Facebook.
5: group.
6: I'm actually – the reason
3: I keep looking down my phone is because we are actually in a mock draft right now. I'm in a Facebook <laughs> messenger with a bunch of other Titans fans. So, each team has a representative, and the fans of those teams are like – in uh separate messenger we're actually doing a mark draft. <laughs> so it's actually perfect topic for me right now because I'm actually doing it. So we're discussing <laughs> we got the pick on 29. I'm not used to this. Uh we used to having a higher pick. But <laughs> late first round, we might <laughs> trade down again to the second uh get more seconds. I'll stick with preferred dead so we can get more players and more depth. So um before I start I think our draft would depend on if we draft for edge rusher first that means to Jaden Clowney, not coming. If we don't draft an edge rusher first, then Jaden Clowney is coming. I think that's gonna answer the question on draft night. But um, if we are there at twenty nine, I think cornerback because we resigned. Logan Ryan and I don't blame him. He paying the cornerback ten million dollars who can't uh, keep over. To, uh, not many people keep on top of the field, but he's the slowest corner on our team. So no, <laughs> <laughs> we have to be the Chiefs. So we need faster people. I was a little draft Jeff Gladden from TCU the cornerback TCU. He's really good and he played us well in the Big 12. So yeah. Big 12 passing, passing league. So you, you do that, you good in my boot. Uh, <laughs> Trayvon, Trey Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs from Alabama is another good pick. That I know two cat said uh, that's somebody I like for us to get. And but if we trade down to the second round, there's something else we need. We need a running back to catch the ball, because Derrick Henry, that's not his strength. And we need a speed receiver. And we could knock out two firsts with one stone with one player. I'll be loving Memphis Tigers with Antonio
1: Gibson. You can
2: get
3: him, him late. You can get him by four or fifth rounds. I think I, was, I saw my draft that hell's projected to give him in third. but yeah. If we get more seconds, go ahead and take him to like your second, second round pick. That's why I say go ahead. Because you can knock out two birds in one song. We got the catcher, we got the, back, the running back, catch by the backfield, and the speed receiver. You can play both roles. So you ain't got to worry about getting two players for each position. Yeah. So that's my like dream. That's what I really want in the top cornerback. either Jeff Lattin, Trayvon D X, or um, it's another cornerback from Utah. They actually had us. to today, Jalen Johnson. Cause so any of those top players right there, and possibly in the third round pick, uh, Tyrone Davenport, yo, yep. Tyrone Davenport, your boy, Sammy, my uh, boy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he been he been banging on the table to get Marlon Davidson from uh Auburn. Mm-hmm. So the other uh, guy who's with Brown who was killing him on D line for Jeff get him in second and third round. So, in those three, I would love that for us. So, and before we move forward, let's say in my division, four net Jacksonville Jaguars. Let me tell y'all about these baboons. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> not baboons, oh, Josh. <laughs> he got <him> a
3: baboons. <laughs> I mean, I, you, you do not think it in the team's worse than the Texans. Jaguars are. I, I, yeah. I, there, there's no question about that in my opinion, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> they be losing every year. Make the AFC South make the AFC Championship game one year and go back to losing. <laughs> like
1: what? It was yeah. an alarm time. They got at time. I
3: mean everything. Yeah. So then the that they had talking about trading him last year too, but it's coming back up. Mm-hmm. He said they should have signed Cam Newton. So I mean they got who? Uh Minshew quarterback. Garden Minshew. you like, you Cam Newton? This is competition. You don't make them better. I mean what? Today after? Not even 24 hours after. I'm
6: <laughs> so trying to block. <laughs> That, and it's it's time it's time to pay him too. So and they ain't finna pay him. They ain't finna pay him exactly.
3: So what are y'all thoughts about these I, you know they got
6: Pittsburgh. Joshua, says, like, Get on the phone, Pittsburgh. <laughs>
5: First thing when I heard that, I was like, I, guess was, I honestly do not care. But
6: yeah.
5: uh, <laughs> I also mentioned earlier, not too long ago, that Pittsburgh still need a running back, and I want a running back that cared about about thirty times. <laughs> Linda Fournette Lindor is They got. And um I'm, I'm I'm under I'm underwear that he um he has to be paid soon. I think it's this year we finally stop paying for AB. was the last year? When it? At some just point DC. we're gonna get some cap space all this be before Jesus comes. And when that happens, then we can afford to pay later for that. So <laughs> I wouldn't mind him going to Pittsburgh so just because I know what he can do and I know what type of back that he is. So I mean, that's all I care about. But if you go to the field honestly, you're not <laughs> Yep. I
1: thought it was hilarious that a player who was on the train block last year was is making suggestions to a team that damn it just don't want him. You know what I'm saying? I think it's is at a point where I think Fournette will get traded because the people that are running the Jaguars are just as crazy as the people. or I mean, I mean, not say people. Bill O'Brien from the Texans. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, I thought it was just funny. I think Cam would do good in Jacksonville, just like depend on the weapons that he got, but. You know, uh, Fournette to the Steelers, I like it. You know, it'll give y'all a good, like you said, a good running back y'all ain't had since Le'Veon Bell that you could get a ball 225, 30 times. So, I, I can rock with it. But if, as soon as I saw it, I started laughing. I am like, dude, you was on the train block last year, and you been trying to make suggestions. So, you know, Cam knew, y'all know I still rock with him, but it was just funny to me.
2: <laughs> it was funny. Well, I
3: know just waiting in
5: you for six months.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
0: hope, I hope Leonard gets traded. I, I if Leonard is to get traded, I hope he goes to a contender and not a pretender um, because he's put in a lot of work, a lot of effort down there in Jacksonville. Um, he's went through a multitude of quarterbacks that are par, or subpar, um, and so I believe he does deserve a chance to be around someone where they don't always have to crowd eight or nine in the box um, for him to have a better season. And look at the quarterbacks he's had: um, Blake Bortles. Um, Jeez, that's I, not, yeah, I don't, I don't. You can geez, stop right there. Making an answer <laughs> so on point. Um, and you know they're getting, Nick Foles is done, right? Um, and then you got Garden Mustache. <laughs> up now, and like, I just don't, they don't scare me, right? Leonard Fournette scares me, and so I'll stack eight or nine in the box to prove to you that y'all can't throw the ball against me. Um, and so yeah, I really hope that Leonard just goes to a contender. I don't know who that contender is. I
6: have a team, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, <laughs> uh,
2: mm. I see, I see mm. it happening. Mm. They're gonna
6: trade all their picks first, second, third. They they got they got the running back from USC. He's more of a receiving back. I think his name was Jones. He's more of Denver a receiving Jones, back. Yeah. They need a bruiser with Tom Brady, like Leonard, like not Leonard Fournette, but like LeGarrette Blunt was in the way. Yeah, like LeGarrette. So Tampa Bay,
5: I think it might happen. I would, I would disagree with you to the point because Bruce Arians is there as coach, and Bruce Arians likes to throw the damn ball. And so with Tom Brady now being there, and then you got Mike Evans, and then you got. Um, what's the other receiver on the other side? Um, Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't think Leonard Fournette is for them. That's the only reason I said it because Bruce Arians, when he was, when he was in Pittsburgh, he wants to throw the ball all damn day. Yeah,
6: but so that's, that's the
5: only reason I would to disagree. But it makes sense. But, so I
6: just, Tom Brady likes play action. That's likes play action. So he gets somebody bad to run the ball. I think Ronald Jones name. He ain't threatening nobody in that box. <laughs> you put, <laughs> you, put Leonard, you put Leonard Fournette back there. Oh yeah, I'm
2: putting
3: 30, eight nine. Mike Evans is on the outside. You got to really think about yourself. Mm hmm. All right, mm-hmm. talking about trading OJ
2: Howard too,
3: so they might. Mm-hmm. be just, I hope first not.
2: First one pick, OJ on Howard.
3: Well, that's what it's time for? Roll
2: out. <laughs> Rolling
3: out. Rolling
5: out. Is you trolling? Is you trolling? Is you trolling? you trollin' yeah I might
2: be yeah I might be yeah I might be yeah I might be yeah I'm yeah, all right I
5: have a trollin' off so we've seen in the news we've seen on Twitter we've seen this in different sports reports that the Taylor Browns may or may not
2: be careful
5: to trade offers be careful
2: <laughs> it's the
5: <press> <laughs> they released new uniforms, that's the same uniforms that we've been in there for fifteen years. I can care I can care less about the two of the Brown. <laughs> but there's been reports back and forth that OB Trey, OBJ is is, is he's available for trade. I think that he is. I am always of the mindset that a rumor starts from somewhere. It starts from somewhere. And I think that he's going to be I think they, have, they already have a bunch of weapons on the offense, and I think trading him
4: uh, gives them some more some more pieces and adds depth to whatever they need depth to. I think he's ready to troll off. Yeah, yeah. I will say no, because no. I've no, said...
5: No, no, not <laughs> I'm saying no, because say,
4: I said months ago that he would not start the season with the Cleveland Browns, so I'm with you. I'm sticking with that. Trouble, but I think that's a rumor. Yeah. I don't think he's... I, I don't think he's over the team. Yeah. yeah. No,
3: it wouldn't be the Vikings. I don't,
1: I don't think it would be the Vikings. Step on these. And like, So You think Odell gonna end up there? I mean, gonna hang right? Exactly. Step on these. I'll be Sorry, two. Ah... I will honestly say not a troll. Because... Oh, man. It's killing me, but... Chemistry, you know, what I'm saying chemistry, chemistry, chemistry. Um, you get, you got Baker, who had a hell of a freshman, uh, well not freshman year, rookie season, and um, he was throwing Jarvis Landry. Him and Jarvis Landry, they had their chemistry that was going just like this, you know. And he had Joku and everybody, and they've had like really one of the better off seasons for any team. And I think at this point, OBJ is expandable to bring in other pieces that can help them win, you know, win games. So I I will say not a troll. It just depends on what they get back that, that that I'm more concerned But if he says, I'm happy for it. I'm
6: happy for it. I I would tend to agree with Schuyler because rumors come from somewhere. You don't just say something just to say something. That's that's malpractice for a reporter or a journalist. So I I don't think he's gonna get traded. But I think at some point, or trade this year, but I think at some point in the near future, maybe trade trade deadline, if the, the Browns are not doing too well, he gets moved somewhere. Uh, it, their best interest to get rid of him now to maximize his value. Uh, but it's kind of uncertain without having an off season. So really, teams don't have to trade for him right now. They can wait till, you know, week eight or nine whenever the trade deadline is. And I think you can give for like a third round pick, to be honest. He comes with too much baggage to give up a first. Uh, but I'm gonna say it's not a troll.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> um, so I want to get specific so I can say troll or not. Like literally, um, I think he stays. I think he stays this year, um, and so and after next year, then I think he is traded or what have you. I think it makes it past the trade deadline to the point that Savage just made about there's no OTAs or whenever OTAs will start. It'll be very. I'm not gonna say scripted, but very like a uh, very small in an actual retrospective how it is. Um, I think they also need to extend the trade deadline. It shouldn't be like week six. I think we should do something a little bit different this year with coronavirus. But again, I don't make any checks. Just my own. Um, so I, I think he stays with the team. I think they try this system out again uh, with. They have two tight ends now, right? Um, throw yeah, two. Um, mm-hmm. um, about 14 receivers and two halfbacks. And so at this point, if, if they can't win, if they can't make a playoff push, then yeah, you trade for him. But to y'all's point, yeah, his greatest trade value is right now. Because yeah. if the season starts and he's not as productive as he should be, by no means, he shouldn't be going over a fourth round pick. If he has. Um yeah, based nice. where he's at. That's fair. With, with where he's at, because he would have had about two to three drop-off seasons now mm. at that point. So he's only worth a fourth-round pick if DeAndre Hopkins ain't getting it like that. <laughs> and he just got a thousand plus from Brock Squad, Then oh I gotta bring up Brock. Um, <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> uh, OBJ goes for more than a fourth-round after uh, non 1000 yards. Right on. Right
1: on. Let me see. Uh I got one. Um, uh, so I actually got two in the question of, in the form of one. So um seeing that, of course we talked about it earlier in the show, Chris McCaffrey got paid. Um, and I think he's gonna be worth every penny. I think troll and all, he's gonna be a the first player to repeat as a receiver and rusher of a thousand yards, and two, he's gonna lead the NFL in Russia next season.
6: I was actually surprised to hear well, I feel like Marshall Falk was close to that at some point. I don't know. That's all <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but ah, say it again, too.
1: <laughs> that a he's gonna lead. He's gonna repeat as the first player to, to get a thousand yards and uh, in rushing and receiving. Okay. nobody's ever repeated. Yeah. Before. And two, he's going to lead the, uh, the NFL to rushing next season.
6: I'm going to say, man, I'm going to say that's not a troll because that's nothing but 60 yards rushing and receiving per game. And I feel like he get an 80-yard touchdown every game. <laughs> okay. <So, laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going to say it's not a troll. I'm going to because I mean I like Christian, Christian McCaffrey. Like I always said, you need to get a running back that can catch and run the ball. That's McCaffrey. That's Kamara, That's Miles Sanders for the Eagles. Like. I think that's a real possibility. That's, that's why he get paid that much, because he, cause he can do it. So, not
1: a Absolutely.
6: Not a troll for me either.
3: Uh, <laughs> for, like for, both, for both? Game, both? Well, for both? For both? Not a for both. I mean, yards okay. a game, I think even if y'all listen his load, I do see... Him
2: but getting both 1,000 each, and he wasn't. He was leading rushing before the last game of the season.
3: Derrick Henry didn't take the rush time to the very last game.
1: To The last game, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. you I know it was either McCaffrey or Gavin Cook, one or two. They were all, they were all nicky Nick, So it's like Nick I mean, Chubb too. Nick Chubb, yep. Yeah, Nick Chubb's up Nick there, Chubb. so I can see it happening. I mean, yeah, that's not true to me. I'm going to say ah,
5: it's a stroll only i love christian mccaffrey i love the production that he has on the field i just think that that's so hard to do it's a reason that it hasn't been done before it hasn't been done before right
1: no it's been done twice before him how long ago
5: was? how long has this been since the last time it happened
1: uh let me see i
5: like was, was it Marshall falk who did it it, it was Marshall Marshall. That's a long time ago, a long <laughs> time ago. Yeah,
6: it's, a, it's a long time ago
5: and that's if anybody can do it it is christian mccaffrey I just don't think he does it again. I think he falls short somehow, someway. Um, maybe of the uh, rushing title. Ma- Ma- Marshall Falk in
1: 1999 and Roger Craig in
6: 1985.
5: Roger Craig, 49ers, man. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like I said, I think Christian McCaffrey can do it. I just don't think that he will. I think that's so hard to do because it's been so, it's been far and few in between since it's happened. So I was, I think it's a troll only because of that. But he can right do on,
4: it. right on, right on. Right <laughs> on. I say no. I, I I think he's gonna do it. I think his carries is gonna go up this season now that um whoever get paid. Did, yeah now that he got paid. So yeah, I can definitely see it happening. So I'm going up. Um, <laughs> of course. Because this is why? When are you go get your, you got a quarterback,
0: so to speak. Right? You got Teddy now. Um, and I think your point that you've already said though, too, too, I think you guys need you know, another receiver. You try this pass game out more without Christian McCaffrey. He's now going to be the highest paid running back of all time. The one thing you don't want to do is hurt the highest paid running back of all time. So hopefully they don't take the Cowboys approach, okay? Don't want to do that we um, <laughs> you're not playing until like, you know, week damn I mean, near feels like 17 um, but you, I think you lighten his load a little bit Um, bring in some other receivers, some other things and so that he doesn't get I'm going to say the B part where he gets the most rushing yards Mm -hmm. I don't think he reaches that this season Um, I think it's it's a better possibility for him to get the A 1,000 yards out the backfield 1,000 yards uh, rushing in out the backfield receiving but I don't believe he'll get a rushing title this season
1: I, I like that y'all, uh, like, the less and the low part, I definitely love to see. Like, we overused Christian McCaffrey like a mud last season. I think that's where the stats came from. But at the end of the day, I think we do have more playmakers who can open up the field for Christian. Like, at the same time, DJ Moore, he, he was in top ten last season in yards, you know, in reception yards. Um, you know Roby Anderson, somebody who I think is one of the most underrated wide receivers in the game, and I'm happy we got him. Like he'll definitely help as far as like you know as far as game planning goes. So I think it will lessen the load, but I think he'll be more effective, which is why I went with you know he'll he'll be back at it again.
6: And y'all get that uh well one y'all get Matt Rule from Baylor who can post some offense. <laughs> The yep. guy from uh, LSU. Joe Brady. Told some offense, So he going he to get some receiving yards, I know, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So,
3: man, I told y'all, I this it's a mock draft thing. So, the Panthers group basically C.J. Henderson in Florida.
1: In the first round?
3: Yeah, number six.
1: <laughs> number seven, and that's because everybody else was gone?
6: With Simmons I, gone, yeah, I think Simmons is gone. He okay. Derek Brown gone too. Oh,
1: Derek Brown gone too. I
6: don't know. Yeah. Uh, if Simmons great. is gone, I'm, I'm trading down. If I'm y'all. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm, 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 I'm trading I'm trading down. first round. I was like, yeah.
1: I, I don't. I don't want us to use uh, a first I'm round. Bad. I'm for four, a cornerback. Oh, I, 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 I think we can, we can trade for one or sign one. It, it, it's, it's
5: like he's, like really short. he's short, yeah. isn't he? He's yeah. like short as hell. I should I should asked you to this. I should add you to I should I
1: should do group. Like working with some, with some people that don't know what they're talking about. Hey, I'm not in that group.
3: That's <laughs> the only okay.
1: Oh, that's, eight, that's yeah. him? Oh, no. That probably don't yeah. know no, I, I can, I, I can <laughs> bet it.
6: Like, he's tall, Skylar. He's 6'1". He's tall.
5: He's short as he's on the couch, though. Six one
6: two zero two. I don't know. I don't I know. It, it,
1: it, it's, <laughs> only, it's only so many groups that I can do. Like this Memphis Tigers group that we in, like I can barely do that. I, <laughs> I, do that I think that Carolina thing was. Nah, this is mean, a 4-3-9. <laughs> oh, up. He one. one he got, he got ran a four three
6: nine.
1: 3 9
6: He ran a he a four three nine, man. He fast. That's a first round pick
1: right there. I mean, shoot, Dante Jackson. I seen.
3: I seen him. It was like.
6: Uh, maybe they, maybe they I know speed. top yeah. seven peaks. Unless y'all getting Okuda, I'm trading down. Okuda and Senni, I'm trading down.
2: Where's house
6: where yeah. going? The
2: That is the
1: only cornerback I love to have in the first round is Okuda. Like, that boy good. He got the it's body. He, body good. Time. I'm about to turn y'all around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, he should be talking Alright, here's
3: boy. <laughs> All right. When this episode
6: coming out, we we'll don't know how to do this. Talk to you or not. But guess what we are about to watch it now. The Goat.
2: Wow. The, the Goat. Shout out to the man. Folk and Raisins. Golly. <laughs> oh, here we go.
6: Here's hey, he go you didn't even have to do that though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: would not even have to do that. <laughs> hey.
4: hey. no, 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 no. I, I got something real quick because um, Earlier today, of course, before the documentary aired, there was a story that came out about Jordan wanting for this uh, footage to be put out right after the Cavs won their uh, 2016 title. Um, so, of course, it was this was originally supposed to come out in June. Um, of course, who was the main person to push for it to be moved up? That's right, that was LeBron James. So, uh, just another reminder why MJ's to go. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
1: Like, I it, hey, I watched that. Hey, I watched that more than an athlete documentary or ESPN. Oh yeah, it does, like, it's, it's, it's lit. It's good. It's lit. It bought some insights, but man, this Jordan documentary about to change the world. Like Jordan said, he think that the reset, the perception of him is gonna change. It's like you gotta be that kind no. of killer. Be the best player in the world. Like you gotta view yourself in a certain way, carry yourself in a certain way to be the best player in the world, and that's what Jordan. Uh, said. It, I think all of us know Jordan was an asshole. <laughs> hey, it's just that,
6: made more that, that
1: also made him the best too. That's what made Kobe the best in some, hey. you know, some extent. You know, got
3: to be, be asshole to be uh great. Exactly. <laughs> hey, there you go. LeBron you mean, you tried to have LeBron tried to have his team and trade that last
2: shit.
3: Shout out to Trevor with the hat, though. I saw that when we first got on. Yeah. Team, I'm geared up, man, so hey. Speaking of that, the Bulls fired there and uh, finally <laughs> get to <inspired> <laughs> So,
6: Sharky, are you going to be a Bulls fan yeah, now? Yeah, bro. Are you going give back, you bro? You, back. you
1: going back home? <laughs>
6: yeah,
4: give me both the back. I think that's where he going back. Come on, man. <laughs>
3: So it's like, Jimmy. I'm hardly really redemption.
4: Like it's like I have no. I have no, no, said my heart left. It's like literally, I have no. I don't no, no care. I'm more so, like, like yeah. me,
3: I can't meet. I'm more like a. I'm really more like a Grizzlies fan. Do you remind me? I'm like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So really, I mean, it's I'm hometown Grizz,
1: Really. I'm, okay. So so when Jimmy leave, you gonna rock with the Grizz, or you gonna go back home to Chicago?
3: I'm staying with the Grizzlies and going where Jimmy Butler goes.
4: You're <laughs> <laughs> but going
3: nowhere after this. We're uh, uh, sending hoops all the players and uh, coaches. Show. Shout out
5: to Jimmy
4: Butler
3: for that. He's a real shout out to Jimmy Butler. <laughs> oh, shot. Shout out to Mike coming to funky offer. He won the horse competition. I didn't watch it, but yeah,
4: I, I, I gave it a <laughs> shot. I turned it off within the first 30 seconds. 30 <laughs>
2: seconds? Jeez.
3: It was it a
4: was, it was, like the audio, the audio was off, the video was off. Like it was it was a best.
1: What is going on with 2020, bro? This is like the worst year, especially last night. Like I was looking so I was so much, <laughs> much I was so much looking forward to baby face and teddy rider last year. Oh like, like, <laughs> and that audio and VIP, like oh. was so was
0: Teddy Riley clearly looking forward to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to have their rematch, I guess, tomorrow. So you know, it And
0: Babyface ain't going to show up because Babyface be like, man, look. <laughs> I got <laughs> Babyface. ain't showing up. He was there after 15 minutes. I know if I was in college, I'd already
1: left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, that, that, that should be good to see
4: tomorrow, man. But next time, peace. peace. Peace out, everybody. Kendall's 30 Minute Pop Rides. This should be fun
0: okay peloton who's ready to work
4: here we go don't forget to breathe good idea
1: get at home motivation
6: we are climbing through this chorus let's get it
1: anytime you want it
6: bump up that intensity give it all you have i am you are unstoppable peloton fam
4: try the peloton app free for two months new members only terms apply
3: Curated by Kohl's latest collection is now available in select stores and at Kohl's.com. For a limited time, shop unexpected new favorites like reusable drinkware from Corksicle and fun arts and crafts from UB. Warmies heatable plush toys are perfect for little ones. Homesick handcrafted candles are a great gift to make anyone feel at home. And who doesn't love sweet treats from Candy Club? Shop Curated by Kohl's for these digital need-to-know brands and more. Tap the banner now or visit Kohl's.com.